Car Parking brought to you by Wright Honda and Wright Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona. I am your host, Jay Finning, coming at you this week. I just came back from vacation from Florida. I came back sick, not COVID, thank God. Going to tell you all about it. Going to get back to some of the fundamentals of this show where you get to learn a little bit more about me instead of having a guest on every episode. Rented two vehicles that weekend. Also have some stuff going on around the house, and I have a thought for you, a random thought. All that and more after this word from Four Wheel Online. Jay Finning here, and I want to tell you guys about Four Wheel Online. For over a decade, Four Wheel Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Their truck products cover everything you need to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. And if you need a tire and wheel package, head over and use the configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so go get outfitted today. So visit them online at Four Wheel Online or call them at 813-769-2451. Again, that's Four Wheel Online, the number four wheel online. So as I mentioned in the open this past weekend, I went to Florida, just my wife and I, and we went down to Key West. We flew into Miami the first night. Flights, first off, flights directly into Key West were a little expensive, especially this time of year. It is the beginning of the spring break era. And of course, you're paying for the convenience. So we flew down to Miami, had a nice dinner. It was weird. It, it was this pizza spot, South Miami. Delicious, by the way. It was like half pizza, half hookah. Not hooker, but hookah. Although there could be some hooking going on there because it was literally located right next to a strip club. Like right next to it. You park on the street. And then you walk to the pizza place, which is like 30, 40 feet away. But it's kind of one of those deals where it's set up where it's it's not really on the corner. It's kind of in about 50 yards. But then so is the entrance of the strip club, like right next to it. And so we would sit there, my wife and I, we, would, we were outside. And you would watch people pull up, get dropped off, valet and whatnot. Pizza was great. Next day we get up and we go to Key West. For those of you who have seen me on social media, who watch me on a regular basis, you saw that I did pick up a Grand Cherokee. It was a 2022 Grand Cherokee Limited White. I feel like all the Cherokees they rent are white. Every time I think about renting a Grand Cherokee, it always seems to be white. It's kind of crazy. But one thing that I was kind of surprised, because I really haven't paid as much attention, because, you know, we have those Wagoneers now and the Grand Wagoneers which I had thought, because again, I haven't paid that much attention, that was kind of the replacement to the Grand Cherokee body style that was, I think, 2015. I think, was it 15? Like 2003 to 2012 was the body style I used to love, so maybe 13. Anyway, the body styles of the Jeeps have been relatively the same for almost 10 years. They change out the headlights a little bit, just little things that kind of prevent you from buying stuff from newer, older, different models. But I was surprised. I only had 600 miles on it. Love a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I've had several Jeeps in my life. I would go back to them, but they're not original enough. And if I was going to buy a Grand Cherokee, I would go to, you know, obviously the SRT or SRT8. Driving this thing around, obviously CarPlay, just as awesome as ever. Did I mention that I love the Jeep Grand Cherokees? So anyway, this was my rental car for the week. So we pack up the Jeep from the hotel and we're driving. First off, Hampton Inn. Okay, Hampton Inn in South Miami. Your beds are garbage. Garbage. So we packed the Jeep. 
when we're driving. And it's a beautiful drive, but I mean, it's like, guys, it's, it's like a three and a half, four hour drive from Miami to Key West, Key West proper, which is where we're staying at another Hampton Inn, by the way, the beds also sucked. One thing we noticed driving down to Key West from Miami is there's a lot of cop cars, but there's a lot of empty cop cars. These are decoys. Did some research in the Miami Herald back in 2010. They've been using decoy cop cars for a long time. And here's the thing. They know everybody uses Waze. Waze is always going off. Police reported ahead. If you travel 10 miles, you might see two or three cop cars. And every once in a while, they actually have someone in them. That's the thing. So unless you have a radar detector, which I don't travel with one, the locals would have one. But unless you have a radar detector, you're going to slow down. And, I mean, the speed limit is like 35. I mean, everyone going, everyone's going like 50. But you're going to slow down every time you see that. Every time Waze goes off. And it's a great way of kind of controlling traffic. So I get it. It's dirty, though. I think it's dirty. On our way back, like I saw a cop car with the taillights smashed. Someone must have gotten mad and just wrecked it. Had to be a local. But it was still there. But every once in a while, there's a real cop in there. So you got to be careful. So we get there. What are we going to do, right? This is a Friday night. This is a Friday. So we, we figured we'd get there kind of early. And we would too early to check in. Check in is typically 4 o'clock. So we kind of fiddle diddle around. But we ended up not even getting up and leaving until later in the, afternoon, later in the morning. We get there and it's like 4.30. We decided we want to rent bikes, a couple bicycles. Sure, why not? Who, would, who wouldn't want to rent bikes? A great idea, small area like oh, Key West. If you've been to Key West, you know what I'm talking about. If you've been to any small islands, you know what I'm talking about. First off, Key West is tropical enough you forget that you're in America. It's like going to, like I don't know, maybe Cabo or Cozumel or you know one of those places, Cancun-ish. Ish, I say ish. So we get a bike and we're and we're riding and it's a beautiful ride along the main road. But man, I would love a three speed. I would love a ten speed. These one speed rental bikes with this short pedal, pedal travel, not not necessarily the best thing. So we ride the bike. We go into downtown and my bike wasn't perfect. I almost wrecked like ten times because I don't ride bikes anymore. I. Thought about trying to bunny hop, but the bike was just a little heavy. If it was a BMX, I totally would have tried to bunny hop the curb, but I wasn't. I mean, I'm old, man. I'm 46. No bunny hopping for me. Go downtown. Beautiful. Let me tell you about Flying Monkeys. Flying Monkeys is a food slash bar in downtown in the Key West area. If you guys ever been to Fat Tuesdays, you get the slushes with a straw and they're always, you know, they're always alcohol based and you can add an extra shot. Flying monkeys, very similar. The drink I got was fantastic. It was like banana, ice cream, vodka, chocolate, ice cream, vodka. Very dangerous. I've got something else. I don't know. It was kind of good. Wasn't good. Wasn't not as good as mine. Anyway, so we're riding back to the hotel because as fate has it, the place we're going to have dinner because I made reservations for once at a time, was like a 50 feet away. But I was like, all right, well, I don't want to ride my bike at night. There's no lights on these things. We're three miles away from the hotel. So we hop back on the bikes and book it back. And my 
God, were my thighs burning. It's funny, on the way there, Yvette was behind me. On the way back, because she works out. Hasn't worked out a lot lately, but a whole a lot more than I have. So she works out. So at one point during the last stretch, she passes me, and she's getting smaller in front of me. So I do the thing you're supposed to do, right? Because if you just sit down on a bike and you pedal, you hurt your ass. You go over those bumps, but you're supposed to stand up on a bike. And you kind of do that thing where you pedal and you're kind of rocking the bike back and forth and you're picking up speed. But when you're 46 and you don't pedal, you can only do that like four or five times before your thighs start burning. And then you kind of have to coast for a while. So we did that thing and I finally passed her and we get back and we are soaked. It is fucking hot. And I said, you know what? Never again. Not on this trip. We're downtown after we have dinner, we're walking around and you know, my wife loves the music. She, like my grandson is the same way. They start hearing music and they just start dancing. It doesn't matter what it is. You see their foot tapping or, you know, my wife, she dances real sensual. She dances so sensual in a sense to where it kind of makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Like there's a pole in front of her. I tell her that all the time. I said, oh, you're going to break into your little stripper pole dance. And I say that because my dancing is very inadequate. I can't really dance. I guess I kind of could with my boys in my 20s, but I really don't have much rhythm anymore. One would argue that I maybe never did. But when you're dealing with somebody who their entire culture is based around dancing, the Latina culture, Latina she is, then it's a little uncomfortable. It's cool, though. I don't know if I want to sit back and, you know, watch her dance and drop money in her or just kind of try to dance with her. And she's pretty good at kind of slowing down. I said, babe, don't do that. I can't. When she kind of goes down and comes back up in the middle of her dance, you know, I was like, that, that, you're going to blow my knees out. Like, that's not happening with me. But we're walking, and she hears this music, and we've hit like five, five or six different places, and she's pretty, she's had a few. No one knows like you do when your partner has had one too many until everybody knows. And by that point, it's like way too late. But I knew. She does these certain little things that she does or she says and she acts to where I'm just like, okay, she's had too many. If she has one more, it'll probably put her over the edge. She doesn't want any of that smoke. She becomes a little forceful and I want to do this. I want to do that. And so we're walking and we get to this place and she hears this music at the top. She's like, oh, that's finally this place playing like hip hop. It's dope. Let's go inside. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm following you. Let's do this. I don't really care where we go. We walk inside. First floor, kind of boring. We go to the second floor. Second floor is kind of boring. Third floor has a guy at the stairs taking money. So you have to pay to get to the third floor. We see people kind of coming down, people going up. A couple guys come down. They don't have their shirts on. I'm like, oh, I guess it's hot as hell up there. Is it that kind of club? Key West, don't think nothing of it. We asked the guy. He's like, okay, is it is it worth the money to go upstairs on the rooftop? He's like, ah, it's different. It's a different experience. I'm like, okay, different. All right. You bet you want to go? Yeah, let's go. Like, All right. And I said, let me ask you this. You know, would you go up there if you weren't working? He said, I wouldn't take my girl up there. There's couples that go up there and they come down fighting. They call it, what do they call it? Like the solo maker, the divorce maker, something. He had some, some term for it. I was like, all right, this will be interesting. Now we're interested. Now we're curious. Now we want to know what all the hype is about. And we're walking and there's people and we look and there's a guy. Probably 55, 60 years old, ass naked, nothing. Penis hanging out, 
nothing. Maybe he had shoes on. Now it's stripping time. We're kind of looking at each other like, whoa, is that kind of party? There's another chick kind of in front of us and her tits are hanging out. Older lady. A beater. It's like, oh, okay. Now we see what's going on. Half, most of the people are clothed, but if you don't want to be clothed, you don't have to be clothed. Garden of Eden is the place. Garden of Eden in uh, Key West. So if you're curious, you want to go to a nude bar out of your curiosity, Garden of Eden. I took my phone out to snap a picture of the guy to send it to the boys. And the security card ran over like, hey, you have your phone out. Oh, my bad. You have to use your phone outside. I said, okay. So I go outside and I'm taking my phone out. And another security guard says, hey, you got to be turning that way if you're going to use your phone. No problem. What the hell is going on? Here's the thing. I already snapped the photo and I already sent it. I'm an asshole like that. But man, there was like two or three completely nude dudes, a couple nude old ladies, and then like a younger group came. I don't know if it was a bachelorette party, probably girls in their 20s. They took their tops off, some of them. Not bad. Not bad. We hung out there for a little while and then we left. That was Friday night. Garden of Eden, if you're interested. I'm not interested, never going back. Funny though, nude, butt naked. Or what did Bernie Bernie Mac say? Titties, ass, bucket naked. Next day we get up, we take a jet ski. That was awesome. Just the two of us, of course. And we rented a another vehicle. I rented a vehicle right there on the island. I rented a Jim E4. First off, I thought I was getting like a traditional golf cart. Gas golf cart. We park downtown. We go to pick it up. It's one of those really ugly. It's like an ugly, an ugly electric car. Look it up. Gem, like an expensive rock. A gem. G E M E four. Come to find out, this thing starts at fourteen thousand six hundred sixty dollars and is made by Polaris. So when I saw Polaris, I go, Oh, okay, 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 okay. And you can. <laughs> You can spec this thing out. Like the one I had, pretty simple. It did the job for being full electric. It had like zero torque. And I'm putting, I'm going to put together a video, kind of a fun spoofy video, but it's a video, a video review of this thing. Not very fun, but it did the job better than a bike. hundred percent. If you go online, gem.polaris.com. Again, that's gem.polaris.com. You can build one. And I spec one out. After the fact, with the right seats that I wanted and the, obviously the high-intensity discharge lights and the radio and the sound bar and the 16-inch wheels and everything, doors, I think it was like $47,000. Are you freaking kidding me? 47000 for that. Would have been dope. But we had that thing for, I don't know, 11 hours and... What was fun with that thing is it's got enough charge to drive around the entire Key West area probably five times over again. And it was easy to find parking, but you still had to pay like you were a regular parked car. But we bar hopped in that thing. We went to a few different beaches and kind of explored the area. Turned it back in later that night. Sunday morning, wake up, throat kind of hurts. Shit. Got a, got a slight cough. Like tickle my throat, slight cough. If I sound funny, it's because I'm sick. But I'm better now than I was all week. Thank you, Amoxicillin. But on our way back, we kind of took our sweet time because 
What we had learned is that the Florida Keys is made up of like hundreds, maybe thousands of these tiny little keys. And a key and an island are not the same. I forgot the defined difference, but feel free to look it up. They're different. So I picked out, okay, what are the best, the top 10 beaches in the Florida Keys? And some of them are in, you know, Key West where we were, and some of them are closer to Miami. So we drove up, pulled over, explored, made a kind of a cool trip out of it and thought to ourselves, man, it would, some of these properties out here, they're not that expensive. It would be nice to kind of maybe one day pick something up and have that as like our official vacation home or rent it out and do something with it. Maybe kind of nice. But I mean, if you're ever down there and if you're driving along the highway on your way back to Miami or from Miami, feel free to check it out. There's a, there's a lot of beaches and just really nice areas and a lot of tourism all along the way. So you don't have to go all the way to Key West. Went to a tiki bar. Service was terrible. I, apparently it's not their normal, but we met another couple and they're retiring soon. They live in Wisconsin, but uh, they have a house down there that they just built and they have a house that they're renting out. And the experience was so bad for them. And they've been there so many times, but the experience was so bad for them. They're never going to forget us because we shared a table with them and they gave us their number. And now we have a, a place to rent if we go down there. He's like, hey, you guys can't throw any parties, but you seem like good people. 200 bucks a night. Let us know and we'll check availability whenever you guys are thinking about coming back down. About 30 miles outside of Key West. Not a bad drive. Be a lot of fun. So you never know. So we get back to Miami Sunday evening and uh, pretty late. We have to check into the hotel. Finally, finally the Radisson. Finally a good bed. They screwed a lot of other things up. Couldn't get into the the club lounge. Had to go downstairs and have them reformulate my key. Couldn't get the key to let me in and out of the garage. Had to go have them re- redo my key. The people were nice. But some of the little things. Life is all about the little things. But that was our first comfortable bed the entire trip. We go out to have dinner and we go to this bad-ass Cuban place in Little Havana. They happen to be having some sort of a, I forgot what it's called. My wife knows some sort of a giant event down there. Um, a lot of pride stuff going on. Yvette loves that stuff. I don't care. I'm not anti. I'm not homophobic. I've had friends. I have family that's that's gay. I don't fucking care. But I don't get all like super into that stuff. I mean, my wife gets into it. She's like, Woo, I'm going to go out and take a video. I said, okay, go take a video. Do what you got to do. I'm just going to be sitting here drinking my drink. Live band. Let me talk about live bands. This entire trip, everywhere we went, the music was on point. I'm telling you, everywhere we went. When we were in Key West, we saw live music a few times on Friday night and Saturday night. And Sunday in Little Havana, a place called Saleos, Salaos, Salaos, Salio, Salio, Salao, Salios. Anyway, that place was banging. And you know, You're in somewhere that's not Americanized because everyone's speaking Spanish. Our server spoke broken English. And their entire entire bit they did on stage, the singer and a girl who was kind of, I mean, I I I guess that she was a singer before she was. I go, oh, she's probably the singer. Because I saw three chairs up there and there were only two when they were getting ready. But they did like this whole husband-wife lover type of skit back and forth between every song and I didn't understand a damn word that was going on, but I felt the energy. Yeah. So, you know, we had a really good time, but, you know, I woke up and my throat was killing me 
on Monday and I've been shitty all week. And that was my recent trip to Key West. So that Monday, before we flew back here, I woke up and my throat was just like rock hard. And I knew, like no one knows your body like you know your body. And I knew I was in trouble. Wasn't sure if I had COVID, took a test on Monday and the Tuesday, both negative. This uh, BD Veritor test at home, COVID-19 test, bought it at Walgreens. You have to download an app and take pictures and do all this weird shit. Had a strong stripe and a faint stripe. Negative both times though. So before sending it through analysis, anytime you saw the double lines, you just thought you were you had COVID. So I wonder how many times you don't have COVID when you have the double lines. It's kind of interesting, this thing. But I just kind of go with the flow, do what I'm supposed to do. When I started doing this podcast, originally I would kind of give updates on my life. My co-host would give updates on his life, and then we'd get into, get into the car stuff and do our car talk. I feel like I haven't really talked much about my life and what's going on lately. It's turned into more of a an interview show, and it's not supposed to be an interview show which is fine for the most part, but I think part of what makes this podcast good is me, right? People don't come here necessarily always for the guests. They do sometimes, like the Gears and Gasoline video blew up, broke records because of my guests, and they shared it. And people were very curious about Ben Thorne. They don't talk about themselves in any of their videos that they do. So as I told them in that interview, people, do they like your content, but they like you. They don't just love your content. They want to know about you and you don't, you guys don't ever talk about yourselves. You don't think you're interesting. I don't think I'm interesting, but people listen to this podcast. So I must be interesting. They're not listening just for Noel G or Cody Walker or Ben Thorne of Gears and Gasoline or Joseph Gatt, actor, Reggie, actor. Hold on guys. I'm going to go get a dustpan to clean up all these names I dropped on the floor. But really, you know, real talk. I owe it to you guys. I owe it to you to tell you a little bit more what's going on. I, I owe it to you to tell you that, you know, my thoughts on Izzy, my dog. I used to talk about him all the time. Home projects. We're getting our downstairs reconstructed. We're turning our half bath into a full bath. And it's very loud. It's not loud right now because this is Sunday. Sunday the 27th. But during the day, it's loud, man. And you guys don't hear me go off on things that the family does. I used to do that all the time. If you're a Patreon, you get to hear it because I've gone off quite a few times recently because what happens is I have this light that I plug in and the light that I plug in says recording and it lights up the whole second floor. Like it's impossible to come off the top of the steps and not see that light on. And what that light says is do not use this restroom because if you use this restroom, I'm going to hear it because I share a wall with the upstairs restroom. It means go downstairs, which they can't do right now. Or go into my bedroom, which is at the top of the steps, the other way, and feel free to use our restroom. Feel free to take a shower. You know, those are the type of things that drive me crazy that I would would talk about. I also used to talk about travel. You know, I started this podcast to have something to do on the road. Thank God I'm not traveling anymore because I learned to appreciate in 2020 what a stable recording environment does for your product. Because before I was recording in hotel rooms every other night, uh, I didn't check my settings. I would record sometimes in the airport, sometimes somewhere else. And what would happen is I would try to put all the audio together and it sounds like shit. It sounds like a big freaking mess. 
Like if I'm talking about a car when I'm in a car, that's one thing because you understand as a listener that I'm in a car and that's part of the shtick. But it's better to bring those thoughts after the fact and record them in a control space like the space that I'm sitting in right now. And so I got away from that. And I, I knew that in 2020 I had to reshape the, the podcast because I just wasn't, wasn't traveling. And what you basically got was a kind of a, a longer version of anything that you would have heard if you tuned in in late 2019 and you got to hear what I had for dinner and what I drank and what, what car was I driving and what my co-host was doing and what projects were planned for the NSX that I no longer have. There's things I want to do to my infinity right now. Can't afford it. Wife will kill me. But it's there. So anyway, back to the, the my week that was. So we're coming back from the airport and we're in the back of an Uber, of course. Was that redundant? Yeah, we didn't drive to the airport. Total Uber. And I look and I see it. There's these new Waymos that I've never seen before. So if you don't know what Waymo is, the Waymo cars are kind of really funky shaped. And they got this big dome and all this shit going around like they're trying to communicate with aliens on some other planet. They're supposed to be self-driving cars, but there's always someone in them, whether they're reading a book. And I think sometimes they take people from point A to point B just to show. I think it's, it's the future. I just assume they're mapping the streets, you know, like those Google cars. But I don't know if that's what they're doing or they just look ridiculous. But I saw a new Waymo and it actually looked good. And then I looked and I saw another one and another one. There was probably nine or ten of them traveling together. My guess is they were being test driven by a group. It's the only thing that makes sense. When you see a, a bunch of cars that are exactly the same together, that equals event. That equals something else is going on. It's not a coincidence. But they're actually built off the Jaguar I-Pace, which is the Jaguar SUV that's electric. So they look good. So if you see a new Waymo out there and you wonder what it is because it, it looks modern, it's a Jaguar I-Pace rebadged. Thing looks pretty good. You know, earlier this week, I took a call. And again, I, t I told you guys that um, I'm not feeling good, but I'm doing better. This is my Sunday voice. You should have heard me on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But I had a, a call set up for Tuesday the 22nd with a friend of mine named John Vassos, and that's going to be coming up soon. It was a tougher one, but I did not want to I did not want to cancel on John. If you guys remember six months ago or so, uh, I lost a friend. And Matt Lindsay's I met Matt and Charles together. Those guys are so awesome. They're some of the most awesome people I've ever met in this car world that we do. And and Matt died prematurely. I wouldn't say that, you know, he was supposed to die, but he was 36 and he died of a heart attack. And my thought was, shit, man. When Matt's father-in-law reached out to me on social media, on all avenues of social media, he tried hard to get a hold of me. He's one of the few people that's ever used the contact information that I give you people during every show. And he said, hey, you know, what episodes was Matt on? I want to collect them all for Matt's daughter when she's old enough. I thought, man, that's real. That's some real shit. So I gave him all the episodes or all the segments. And I said, uh, I told myself, I go, you know what? I have, I have some friends that are in some tough places. I am not going to hesitate, which I always hesitate. And I did, by the way. But I'm not going to hesitate to book and get these people on my show so I can immortalize their voices. I can immortalize who they are as people because someday somebody may want to have heard them. 
who misses them and, and can no longer hear them. So it, it doesn't matter if I get 20,000 downloads an episode or if I get three. I, I definitely get three. Hey, I get somewhere between three and 20,000. We'll put it that way. But that hit me, you know? I mean, I didn't cry, but it hit, it hit the feels. I was like, man, that's, fuck. I have a responsibility. I have a responsibility to capture voices of people. Normal, everyday people. They don't have to be a celebrity. I prefer normal, everyday people. I, I prefer to normalize celebrities and turn them into normal, everyday people for you guys, for me, selfishly, as well. But, you know, I had Wayne Requeno on, and that's the squirrel whisperer. You know, Wayne, if you guys heard that one, he's, he's in and out of the hospital all the time, and he's such a good person. I had my boy Paca on, and he was just diagnosed with leukemia. He's, God, man, Paca's like 30. 28. And Pac is young. Leukemia, eh, they caught it early. So I think the outlook is good. But I had John Vasos. I talked to him last week. For this past week, I talked to John Vasos. And that's going to come out soon. But John, and you're going to hear this again in the future, he is one of the, when you think of NSX people who know the wise, the elders, he's one of like a handful of guys in the entire world that, I don't know anybody in Japan. I'm sure there's a few, but a lot of people know him. A lot of people trust him. He's one of the first people that I knew as an NSX expert when I first bought my car. And John is a little older. He's 65. He has stage four mesothelioma. And in November of 2020, he was told he has about a year to live. And we had a great conversation. And he is such a damn good person and a fun person. And so I'm going to be playing that for you guys at some point soon. The hope is that he will make it down here, which he plans on doing, and we can have a drink and hang out, and then I can finish his episode at that point. So we'll see what happens. Let me get to my random thoughts before I give you guys, before we close this out. A couple random thoughts is one of the places that we went to, they were advertising live music at 9 o'clock. 8.45, 8.55, a DJ starts to set up and starts playing. And he played good music. My wife and I are like, is this live music? Does a DJ count as live music at a venue? That's a random thought. It's a question, but it's also a random thought. They're performing. They're picking the songs. They're upstairs on stage kind of dancing, and you could tell they're into it. Does that count as live music? It's not music that they're just hitting play on the satellite. What do you guys think? I don't know. I think no. But at the same time, you can go and watch DJs play live. It's a big thing. It's a it's a major thing. So does that count as live music? Do you have to have an instrument in your hand and and sing? So I guess by that aspect, it does count. What we found out is the other people, this was Saleos, Saleos, the restaurant, the Cuban restaurant, and they actually had people that came and sang and set up. So a couple of days ago, there's a guy. I'm friends with him on Facebook. I met him when I was in Dallas. And he came out when I was at Tune Originals Car Show, which is a car show that Wayne Requeno, the Squirrel Whisperer, runs. And he came out. He drove like an hour and a half to that just to see my car. He's a fan of it. He's a fan of the movies, cartoons. He does some scratch acting on the side. He works at a car dealership out there. He was in Alita, you know, Alita, that kind of animated Alita Battle Angel. 
he was one of the uh the market people you know they had like a little booth or whatever at the market he was in there but he did a post the other day and the post is and i'll read it to you the post is sad way to start my day one of my friends died this morning and he mentions his friend's name and you know how you can kind of pick the background on facebook and he picks up a guy who's crying so much and there's like a rubber ducky next to him who's also sad. So what do you say to that? I'm sorry for your loss. That's the, that's the answer. Yes. The answer is I'm sorry for your loss. And let me go down and read this first person. I'm sorry for your loss. Me. Sorry for your loss. Person's name. Next person. So sorry. Prayers. Sending love and prayers your way. I'm so sorry to hear this name. And this is his response. No need to send concerns my way. Her family needs them. I'm just saddened. So I guess my random thought is, why would you post that? Why would you even bother to tell anyone that you lost a friend if you don't want everyone to say, we're sorry for your loss? Who does that? He does. So my thought is, what does he think? What is anybody thinking? Like, I've, Do you know anybody who's ever done that? Hey, man, my dog died. Bro, sorry. Bro, so sorry for your loss. Yeah, I love pets too. Yeah, sorry for your loss. Hey, everybody, I don't need you to tell me you're sorry for my loss. I just wanted you to know that my dog died. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. It's kind of a throwback style to some of the earlier shows. Before I jump into my scripted closing, I want you to know that Zach Johnson is back. I had Zach Johnson on a few weeks ago, professional baseball player over in Germany. Limitless Possibilities podcast, that boy can rake. So check that podcast out. He is back with his podcast. So congratulations, Zach, for coming back. Congratulations to my friend Brian Sales. He has a bun in the oven. Actually, his wife does. I don't think he does. You'd be awkward if he did. But that's the Warriors vision, so make sure you check them out. Check myself and Wes Tankersley out every Wednesday on Instagram Live. It is One Drink Wednesday with Jay and Wes, or Wes and Jay. We do it every Wednesday, 7 o'clock Pacific time. Join us. There's this thing where people are like, hey, man, I watched you. I watched your podcast. I watch it every week. I watch it on Wednesdays. Like, bro, guys, people, not a podcast. That's a live video. A podcast is audio. But I don't blame you. I blame everyone else because people say, hey, I watch the Joe Rogan podcast. You are. You're watching them on YouTube, but a podcast is how you consume it uh, via controversy Spotify in your ears. That's a podcast. You're watching a video where they're actually recording the podcast. So small difference there. But if you guys are not familiar with that, 7 o'clock every Wednesday, one drink Wednesday with myself and Wes Tankersley. Check him out on Shaping Success podcast which is his podcast one of the things right honda and right toyota scottsdale arizona four wheel online cell shop wireless services in fountain hills motorsports can't forget patreon business supporter kuya automotive out of winter garden florida i think he's still supporting this other day on social media rj of kuya automotive says wait you sold your car am i missing something my response was probably yeah, you're probably missing something, RJ, but I, I appreciate you for your support anyway. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and go and tell a friend about it. Then leave a review on Apple, Spotify, 
anywhere else that allows it. Guys, if you listen to this every day and you haven't left a review, please, for God's sakes, leave a review and a good one. It helps. It helps me more than you know. Also want to thank Mark Stoneman, Catherine Cox, Eddie Ramos, Richard Graves, Byron Jones, Bo Jung, Alice Kamina, and Drew Bunkley for supporting the show as a Patreon. If you're in a position to help the podcast upgrade, like help me soundproof my door more, you can join the Patreon for as little as $3 a month and get access to bonus audio as well as show swag. In fact, I pay $20 a month for the software that I edit this podcast on. Good quality costs, apparently. Email the show, hardparkingpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at jfinning. That's J-H-A-E-P-F-E-N-N-I-N-G. If I said that too fast, just check the podcast. My name is right there, homies. Hard Parking Violations on Facebook is our group. Subscribe to me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash hardparkingpodcast. I can't grow without you telling the world how good the show is. Let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. And I will talk to you all next week. Now it's stripping. Now it's stripping. Now it's stripping time. Shut up!